0: Because lowering our stress will make us a better person, a happier partner, mom, friend, neighbor, etc. And the best part is happiness is contagious. Enjoy this episode. Hi there, it's Denise from Balance Me Coaching, and I have Debbie Sarasvati with me today. And we're gonna go a little bit into yoga, enneagram chakras, and all the different energy that you can do to help your body relax, get out of the stress. So, Debbie, if you can tell me a little bit about yourself.
1: Hi, Denise. Thanks for asking. Uh, Good to be with you today. Uh, Let's see. My journey began uh, when I was uh, about 30 something. um, And I um, was having, I had two sons and was trying to figure out how to make my way in the world. I was sewing for a living. And I was just all bent over and hurting. And somebody suggested, you should try yoga. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, you know, I went and tried yoga and it was, it was just transformed my life. So after a few years of studying yoga with my teacher, I began to help her and teach with her and eventually kind of went on to, to do my own thing. And so I, I owned a yoga studio for almost 30 years. I began to train teachers, so I've trained teachers for about 20 years then uh, the Enneagram came, I'll, I'll talk more about the Enneagram, came along kind of in the middle of all that and um, I began to do them together. So I closed my studio about five years ago and I'm just, um, it's kind of like the whole world has conspired to support an online business for me right now. So uh, that is all I'm doing now is, is taking, the, taking my work and uh, working with people. All over, consuming.
0: Yeah, it's fun yeah. working with people globally, isn't
1: it? <laughs> so here I am. I'm from
0: Mississippi saying hi to you in Canada. <laughs> exactly. I'm in Ontario, Canada, and we've got Mississippi. Yay! <laughs> okay, so if you can get a little bit on to, you know, just a brief description of what yoga is.
1: Good question, because uh yoga is so many different things. And I whenever I encounter somebody who uh says, oh, I tried it, I didn't like it, I'm like, but you didn't find your yoga, you know? <laughs> um, so a lot of people try yoga because they, they have aches or pains or they're tight and they want flexibility or, or they're, they're, you know, they're full of anxieties and they know that it'll calm them down. So for physical reasons, a lot of times people start a yoga practice. And then lately yoga has become known as a very good fitness exercise. So a lot of, now a lot of people are into it for that. But really what you get, once you begin to really understand what yoga is, especially if you have a good teacher who really knows what yoga is, is it's really a moving meditation using your body to become present, to become aware of where you're blocked energetically, where you're not healthy, where you're creating dis-ease in, with, you know, mind, body, spirit. And it's a it's a moving meditation and it's a way to make yourself available to access spirit that you are. Okay. And recognize that you are.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so,
1: yeah, and uh, sort of my goal now is since I've taught so long is to sort of help redirect yoga back to its roots of that. It's not just a physical. Great physical exercise and it's not just to fix your neck pain.
0: So I noticed in your book, and this is Debbie's book, <laughs> Yoga Nine Ways. I'll have the link on that.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that you mentioned chakras. Now, how do chakras come into effect with yoga?
1: Okay, yeah. Um, in the West, we basically our model of anatomy is everything you can see and touch. So like Chinese medicine, ac- acupuncture. Chi, all, all recognize that, that we are energy beings, that we have you know, energy and we're made of energy. And so the chakras, basically what we have lines of energy flowing throughout our whole body. But we have two main ones coming down from the hemispheres of our brain that crisscross all the way down our spine. And where they cross is a vortex of energy. And each one along the spine kind of has a different attribute and effect on us. So, like the the one at the base of the spine is all about being grounded, and being present and strong and feeling comfortable. Whereas the obvious, the hard one is about emotions. Yes, <laughs> and this is about insight and intelligence and uh, awareness. So, it's common sense, really. But um, but just being aware that we're energy beings.
0: Absolutely. So now, with your book, you've got the Enneagram. If you can just explain a little bit of what Enneagram is to people yeah, that are not fun. familiar with that.
1: Well, Ennea, the word Ennea, uh, in Greek, is, means nine. And so Enneagram is a pattern. And, you know, there are patterns all over the place in the universe, from our cells to the stars in solar systems and everything. So this is a model or a, a diagram of how our egos work. And it points to nine basic ways that we perceive reality through our fears, through our needs, through our unconscious motivations. And it's kind of like in Enneagram, they're called passions, but I don't like using the, that word that way, because I like the word passion. I, I like, <laughs> and so I like to use the word lens. So there are nine different lenses. It's like, what kind of dirty is your is your window you're looking through? You know. Unfortunately, the best way to determine your pattern is to really look at what. How do you respond to stress? But it's not just like another label. That's what I love about the Enneagram. It's not just another label. It's a. It's really a way to pinpoint when, where you get stuck. And once you can see where you get stuck, you you can back away from it. Watch it. And see, that, wait a minute, that's not who I am. That's, that's the junk I'm carrying. I can let that go.
0: So how did you come up with combining uh, Enneagram and yoga?
1: Um, I had a dear client come along. She had been studying Enneagram and was getting her PhD in it, actually. She found out about me because I do a kind of yoga therapy practice where that helps you really access your deepest stuff you know? So she, she hired me to do one-on-one, one-on-one work with her. I knew the Enneagram a little bit already because my parents are both psychologists and had taught me. So I already knew it, but she's the one who not only inspired me to go get trained in it, get certified, but also since she came for yoga and just a little bit about her patterns, she's, her pattern type is the enthusiast, which is all fun and fun and games, but When they're stressed, they just run away from it. She wanted to really work on her shadow self, her shadow side. And so she knew from reading about my bio that that is my gift. I can hold people in their gunk. I can cry with you. I can help you process. I'm good at that. Midwife for shadow work, I guess.
0: (laughs) Good way of putting it.
1: <laughs> yeah, so so you know, and, and then I began to think, oh, well, my teachers taught that the best way to get balanced is to work with your unused center. So I'm thinking centers, chakras, you know, our, we've got we've got our thinking center, we've got our hearts, our emotional intelligence center, and then we have kinetic kind of gut intelligence. And we tend to overuse one of those and neglect one of those.
0: Yeah, so, I see that put those together. So what are the benefits of using yoga and Enneagram like, together? Yeah,
1: so you, you can do different kinds of yoga that do different things, from breath work to um, positions of your body. So you can say, well, for example, there are three, three of the patterns tend to forget they have a body and tend to get grounded, like fours, which are called the um, enth- individualists, tend to float off in their emotional world. And then the thinkers tend to, of course, go off into their brain thinking. And then the peacemakers just kind of go numb generally. So all three of those patterns really need all the stuff we don't want to do. Pilates would be good, warrior pose, fierce pose, um, all the all the lunges, core work, planks. Ugh. You know, so you can pick what yoga poses really activate the first, first three chakras or your gut center. Uh, you can also go on a brisk walk. Anything really physical will get those three really, really balanced. Whereas there are three types on the Enneagram that real good at sort of shutting down heart stuff. Like, for example... Aids do not want to feel vulnerability I <laughs> mean yeah yeah so I'll pick on both of us since we know what each other. <laughs> um, fours you know really need to get grounded and eights don't have a problem with that' they're, they're naturally present and grounded but they they also don't want to feel weakness so any, any hint of weakness or vulnerability or you know like kind of this shield that eights construct to feel, to feel safe. The more that they do that, the more stress they get around it, the more they block. They block the good stuff. If I'm working with an eight, what I will do is, um, you know, we're going to get them to that kumbaya place that they that they want to make fun of. <laughs> and uh, so I had a client recently who really wanted to process the death of her father. And so she came to me and we, we cried a bit and she felt all clean and whole and And communicated with them and everything after that. The fours, uh, fours need to get over all that crying and get, 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 get going. (laughs) So.
0: (laughs) They do the eighth part of the crying, right?
1: Right, right. (laughs) So, so a good practice for me, you know, once I've processed that stuff is to go dancing or, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Do something active. My meditation involves deep breathing, you know, and, and core work.
0: And what type of work would you do with someone that is in burnout or stress? I mean, I guess they would need yeah. to do their Enneagram test and find out where they stand there. Right. But yeah. what? how would you take someone from sort of A to B?
1: Starting with being present and noticing, um, you know, how do they respond to stress? Because there, there are different types of ang- anxiety. There are different types of depression. Yeah, um, and so you can pick breathing techniques that kind of will help, especially. And this is really good if physically you're not able to do something. For example, not every kind of yoga is good for everybody,
0: yeah. or is
1: available to everybody. But we can all breathe, and uh, so for anxiety, there's se- several breathing techniques that are really powerful, like long exhales, humming you know, chanting, whatever, whatever you feel comfortable with, you know, singing, chanting, toning, humming, falling out breaths, the easiest one. (sighs) And so if you want to combine that with a yoga pose and movements, then like long forward bends, Uh, restorative yoga where you lay around on bolsters, (laughs) you know, that's yummy. If you've never done that kind of yoga, I highly recommend that for anxiety now if you're burned out and you need energy so if you notice that you have a tendency when you're stressed to not exhale
0: yeah
1: (laughs) you you can't you know it's like um i i I tend to do this i tend to breathe really shallow when i'm stressed
0: yeah it's almost like a pant actually
1: yeah so for me you know and i i tend to not get anxious anxious i tend to just get depressed when I'm, when I'm anxious. (laughs) So for, for that's an, so that breathing technique would be more like inhale, 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 then exhale. So you're giving your, and you're just visualizing, bringing in energy doing that with a pose, doing uh, some breath of fire. Not all, not all good breaths are slow. (laughs) You could do some fast breathing. So, um, so yeah, it's, so, uh, you know, just d- depending on what somebody's Enneagram pattern is and what they're needing to find balance, you know, we figure out which center they need to access first. Wonderful. And, and go there.
0: So basically what you do is very specialized to that person.
1: Mm-hmm, exactly.
0: Yeah. And I
1: love doing that because when I used to traipse all over town or at my studio teach classes, um would greet everyone and say well how are we doing what do we need i'd take requests and everybody just shrug and say i'm happy to be here <laughs> so i'm like well me too but <laughs> <laughs> so i really love i love when i i, I can make it applicable you nice. know healing for somebody
0: you've done wonderful work i love your work thank so you yeah. so anything you'd like to add to this
1: well um I can now, I can now work with anybody anywhere cause we can zoom.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> yeah. um, can, I, can I tell about my Facebook group?
0: Sure. Yeah.
1: Yes. Um, my book is called yoga nine ways, but my Facebook group is joy flow nine ways because it's not just limited to yoga and people have perceptions about what yoga is anyway. So I, I named it joy flow nine ways. And um, so in that group, I, I, do stuff like this talk about talk about it
0: so I'll we'll add the link for that as well the information I've gotten just being part of your group has been pretty amazing and it's oh, fun I like it because it is fun and you learn so much
1: thank you yeah <laughs> about every two months I'll do a workshop and, um, and, in, and in between times I once a week I do a little training on something so
0: great well thank you for your time debbie thank you and, um, best wishes yeah. Great. So, well, I'll put the links down below. So if anybody's interested in any more information, there you go. And yeah, take a look at what Debbie does. It's pretty amazing. Well, thank you for listening. Until the next episode, stay healthy. Thank you for listening to the Calm Your Daily Stress podcast. Have you ever wondered what your stress personality is? Are you a self-care goddess or a burnout queen? Well, you can find out by taking my free quiz You just need to go to www.stressquiz.info to find out where you rank. Sending you love and peace, and I'll see you in the next episode.